Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. The big college football highlight of the night. We had one top 25 team in action, and, well, I I hope you bet the over. McKenzie rolls out, pressure looks downfield, still looking, still looking, deciding what he wants to do, throws it downfield, the end zone pass is going to be caught, touchdown, Trey Nixon! Oh my goodness! McKenzie Milton making something out of nothing, and Nixon sneaks behind the quarterback, and Trey Nixon's first catch of the UCF night is a touchdown! We want Bama! We want Bama! We want Bama! Central Florida Radio Network on the call, UCF. 
beats UConn tonight, 56-17. to Jim Calhoun may be fired. Oh, wait, sorry, he's not there. Uh, <laughs> Milton had a huge night. 24 out of 32, 346, and five touchdowns. And I hope the first question to him after the after the game was, hello, Milton, what's happening? Uh, <laughs> big good. night. That'd big be good night. If, if a reporter would do that and he'd just walk off. <laughs> just, no, and Milton starts, I say, I, I threw five touchdowns tonight, and I put strict nine in the guacamole. I could set the building on fire. Uh, we have sort of a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> UCF runs for 300 yards on the night. Look, UConn is overmatched. And Central Florida wins 56-17. A couple of times during the game, I know I heard some We Want Bama Oh, sure. Yeah, I've been looking online, and nobody's bothered to post them. But there's a lot of notes that they existed, for sure. Now, let's be real for a second. Let's be real. Opening night college football. It is awesome that a team like Central Florida can succeed to the levels in which they did last year. Sure. It's awesome they can push and say, we deserve to play for the national championship. It's always good to claim that you're – you're at, at a level of greatness. Yes. To claim that. Yes. It's great that your coach can go from, hey, I'm the coach here, and, and parlaying that into a much bigger deal going back to his alma mater. You know, it's great. It's great that you that you can put a spotlight on the little guy, and Central Florida can sit here and say, hey, you know, we're, we're staying. We're like the new Boise State. Like That's kind of what Central Florida should aspire to. We're the new Boise State where every year – we, you know, we kind of have a program here. We got, we got, it's, it's moving along. The machine is greased, and we're gonna be, we're gonna be that flying the ointment team that everybody is gonna scare you is gonna go undefeated. Now you can't turn away the alma mater and the cash and everything that Scott Frost did, but didn't you want to see him come back and 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 see if they couldn't repeat the magic? <laughs> just, he just comes out and gives the finger to everybody. Well, oh, <laughs> but that's it. No, when you, you, you left. Look, come on, do that chance to go back. What if it's coach, as good as it gets? Team. I mean, that's, you know. Well, he was always going to go. be able to go back whenever he was ready. Uh, I really, th- you know, honestly, I thought the Jets were going to hire him. You think? I really yeah. did. I really thought the Jets nah, were going to hire Bowls. him. Super uh, Bowls. You know, it's both sides of the football. Anyway, that's what UCF should aspire. we got to have a realistic conversation here. All of this is great. Central Florida is never playing for the national championship. There's Unle- not a good team on the schedule. Look, unless they, unless the playoff field is expanded. If they expand from four to eight, yeah, I could see one of those spots sure. going to a central four. You know what? Fine. You want to complain? Look, we'll because well, they'll write it in. Yeah, that, we'll that put, there's we'll, going to be. We'll put that team in. Yeah. We'll, we'll put one. We'll put Central Florida in at number eight. We'll make you play the number one team, and then you go home with a fifty-six ten loss, and you suddenly go, okay, we're really not that great. But that's the only way Central Florida, and it's not because they don't deserve it. I'd love to see them have a chance to play, but the playoff committee is never going to vault Central Florida into the top four at the end of a season. You could have a Pac-12 team with three losses. They're getting in over an undefeated Central Florida team. You could have a Big 12 team with two losses, and they're getting in. It's just not going to happen. You have to realize at the end of the day, it's not – well, we have this whole formula where a computer's going to spit out who gets to play and who doesn't. You have a committee specifically for this reason. So the big, high-profile teams from the big conferences who earn their way because they play a much difficult schedule, much more difficult than Central Florida. It's my whole argument about why mid-majors shouldn't be allowed in the NCAA tournament. Not because they can't win, but if you're a mid-major team, and and you and you play if you're a Wichita State, let's say you don't nearly play the schedule that anybody in the ACC does, anybody in the Big East does, anybody in the Big Ten, anybody in the Pac-12. You don't. 
You don't. But you can find a way to get in. And you play a, a subpar level of talent than any of those teams in the Power Five type conferences. So it's not that you can't win these games. It's not that I don't think Central Florida can, can, can beat it. Look, we saw them beat Auburn. It's great. But that's one game. That's one game. Over the course of a season, Central Florida will be lucky if they played in the SEC or the ACC even, which is terrible. If they played in the ACC, they'd be lucky to be 500. Well, but that's lucky it. You get in all the discussion. And then you get in bowl games, though. There's always the discussion of motivations and what, what coaches are trying to do and what they're looking for. So for UCF, a much bigger nut to try to win that game against Auburn. You look at the schedule that they have going forward, right? They they absolutely wipe the field with, with UConn today. South Carolina State, North Carolina, FAU, Pitt, SMU. Stop me if I say some, something <laughs> of anybody of any merit whatsoever. Don't just don't say Syracuse. Memphis, <laughs> East Carolina, Temple, Navy. All right, maybe the, the Navy offense throws them off. Cincinnati, and then the season finale against uh, USF. So, okay, maybe the season finale could be fun because South Florida might be ranked, but beyond that, What's on that schedule to say, you know what, they're really good? They're bum slayers. That's what they do. And if you can run it up and win by 40 a game, that's great. It's a throwback to old college football. But you're still not playing anybody of merit. So you're, you're comparing apples and oranges and, and trying to, to just jam them in because they have a nice record? It doesn't work. If they played bigger teams along the way, if you saw outside a conference, we're going to play two teams from the SEC, teams, then I, I could see it, but you're not. And college football is not going to reward a team for playing a really if, bad schedule. But even if they just play not. them, they have to beat them. Right. right? That, that isn't just, hey, they're on You're the t- schedule. Oh, that's, yeah, it's like you and like can walk through. Right? It's if like saying if we run the table, oh, it's so easy. To, I hate it when people say it. They, they run the table. Running the table, people say it because it sounds great because I can say it in two seconds. But running the table means you have to win week after week after week and preparations of seven days and seven days and executing and winning and getting all the breaks. It's you know just putting teams on the schedule is not going to do it. It's it's being realistic. You're never going to be voted in, and if that's if that's going to be your identity is hey we're the team that nobody likes. Great, embrace that identity. Just don't ever think at the end of the year you're going to get the benefit of the doubt. And teams like Central Florida are going to be voted in while it's a four team playoff. No, you can get a lot of merch sold and a lot of donations to the school, but that's not resulting in a playoff appearance. Period. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Big headline from the NFL today. Colin Kaepernick's grievance against the National Football League is going to trial. An arbitrator is sending the grievance with the NFL to trial, denying the league's request to throw out Kaepernick's claims that owners conspired to keep him out of the league because of his protest of social injustice. Remember, Kaepernick was suing the league, saying, you kept me out, collusion, no one signed me because of my political stances, and it was during this situation we found out from Jerry Jones that, oh, I talked to President Trump, who said, this lifts me, you can't have players kneel for the national anthem, it became this whole thing. But now an arbitrator has ruled that Kaepernick's case can go to trial. What this means is not that Kaepernick has all the evidence, but rather it means that the arbitrator has not seen any evidence to think that this is made up, that there's something out there that's not worth investigating. So while Kaepernick's team is is can celebrate today as a victory, because obviously they will, this is something that they didn't get this thrown out, and they're going forward, and they're putting it in front of a jury. Here's the true deal now about Kaepernick. 
unless we are inside and we find out details as they unfold during this trial. It could, I mean, who knows how it's going to wind up. I'd like to think we're going to find out how details go with this trial, but you have no idea. Is the jury going to be sequestered? Are they not? Who knows? But now a jury is going to decide if Colin Kaepernick's lawsuit against the NFL is legit, what damages they would owe him, or if it's a Kaepernick is, is just sour grapes and after hearing what we heard, we're going to walk away and he's, the NFL doesn't owe him anything. We're never really going to know because this case is going to jury. And some cases, I always say the same thing. If you, if you did something bad, if you go to jury trial because you never know who you're going to get. You never know who's going to sit in that jury box and decide you're innocent, you're guilty. But this trial, there's no way people aren't going to sit on this already having their minds made up before they walk in. This is, this is not something where you can hide. You know, do you know what's going on with Colin Kaepernick in the NFL? No, what is this? It's, it's pretty much the biggest topic in sports now for two years. Kneeling for the national anthem, everybody knows it. And more importantly, everybody's got an opinion on it. There's no, people are going are gonna to fall over themselves to try to get on this jury. And when they do, they're already going to have their beliefs. They're going to walk in thinking Kaepernick is, is an idiot and he shouldn't be suing the NFL, and there's no way I'm voting for this guy. Or you're going to walk in and go, absolutely, Kaepernick was blackballed. The NFL kept him out. I don't care what they say. I am voting to let his continue. People are going to have their minds made up. That's just how it's going to be. You think people are going to walk with open mind, not in this jury, not in this type of situation. So when that happens, it's going to be who's going to have the the majority? Who's going to, who's going to be able to have the people on the jury that's going to be able to help decide this? Because that's really what it is, because people are going to go in saying, okay, I believe this, I believe that. It's almost it's almost like this. If you had a Democrat, if you had a, a a government official who was on trial for something, a high profile government official. Doesn't matter what doesn't matter if they're a Democrat or Republican. If if they're a Democrat, then Republicans who are going to get on this trial are going to vote to convict him no matter what, and Democrats are going to vote to keep him off. Same thing if it was Republican. Republicans would vote to keep him. Democrats would vote. That's how this is. That's how big a deal this is. I don't know that we're going to get a true and just outcome more than we're going to get, okay, it's the roll of the dice whoever winds up on the on the jury. No, and that's where, where this gets interesting is now you're talking about this getting into the season. It happens right on the eve of the season, so it becomes the dominant story. And what is the final night of preseason football? Sure, many dismiss it, but there's still a lot of guys fighting for jobs, and you're still paying attention to some of the the workings of the second and third string because you know what you're going to see a lot of those guys in action before it's all done. So the NFL, the last thing they they would want is for this to become the hot button topic. We know there there will most likely be uh, something that flows out of the White House relative to this decision, which I hadn't seen anything as of yet. Uh, but sure, that's that's coming before business sets off on Friday. And then you look at the way this is going to work as it goes into the season. You've got owners, coaches, team executives. Go on down the line. What did you hear? What did you say? Transcripts. We start going into this whole thing. You know, I don't know that you're going to get away with what uh, they did at Ohio State of, hey, you get four hours with the guy's phone before you get to do anything and 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 push forward. So, you know, there, there's a lot that could still come out in the wash here, right? I mean, John Elway talked about it. Hey, it is chance, but the timeline he was giving wasn't in line with the protests and, and the movement that began and the way the timeline has worked there. So now you got him and Jerry Jones. Now you have to find out what was said 
and what went on with the, the rest of the owners and it depends how deep they want to go. I mean, you want to go really deep into personnel. You want to go deep down into scouting. Mm-hmm. Man, there's 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 a lot of people, and it, it all all it's going to take is one or two who don't remember exact language, but leading comments, whatever, and all of a sudden you you get into a gray area where those predispositions, those prejudices coming in one way or the other become that much more magnified. Well, here's the thing. It, it's going to come out to this. It's just like the Urban Meyer situation. If there were texts or emails that implicated Urban Meyer that he knew about Zach Smith's 2015 domestic violence assault allegation, that was going to be it. But there was no smoking gun. There was no correspondence between Urban Meyer and anybody saying that he knew what was going on. This is why he was able to escape punishment, because obviously Ohio State and the committee they had go in went in with the express desire to make sure he stayed the head coach at Ohio State. They went and say, we're going to do we're going to do this for you. That's exactly what that's exactly how the investigation. Went. I got to say this. You had no, people I, didn't even want to give him a suspension for one game on this. I'm like, really? He had an unsafe workplace environment with a guy who should have been fired years ago. But that's what you're going to need. If there's evidence, if there is an email. If there's some kind of physical, because even the he said, he said thing isn't going to work. If you have a scout says, oh, I kind of remember so-and-so saying this, they can say, no, I never said that. No, it's got to be But it's got to be some kind of correspondence. If they have that, then it's going to be game over. Now, I'm not a lawyer, but I'll play one for a couple You'll play one on the radio. I have a feeling that if there was documentation that proved that Colin Kaepernick was being blackballed, we would have known that by now. That's not going to be something that would have been leaked that from some yeah. source. Because right? he's got a lot of supporters inside the NFL, inside of teams, where there would have been someone who left a job or felt, you know what, I feel awful what's happened to this guy anonymously. I'm going to let you know that this email exists. I'm going to let you know that this email, this text chain's been going on between all the owners, and Jerry Jones keeps deleting it. Well, that's you the know, thing. We're over two years you on would, this. You would need that. We would know that by now, I would think. That we would know that, and that to me, that's what's going to make it impossible to prove it. It's it's good for him going forward. That hey, I didn't see any evidence. Arbitrator didn't see any evidence to say it can't go forward. But there's got to be some kind of 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 evidence that the the prosecution can point to and go here. There's this. There's this. There's this. Because that would be game over. But two years in with that, I I don't know that that exists. Yeah, at this point, you don't have the smoky gun. Uh, we mentioned Ohio State and and wrap that in here a little bit. Uh, there was a trustee that stepped down from the board uh, shortly after the university announced uh, Urban Meyer's punishment last week. Quote, I didn't, I didn't feel I'd seen high-integrity behavior, Jeffrey Wadsworth. Uh, I want to know what was in, what else was in the room where it happened because he, he's <laughs> clapping his hands and saying, I'm done with this. So what, what else was going on? We saw the 23-page report. But same thing here in the, the Kaepernick situation as this pushes forward is how many executives? How deep does it go? Right? You know, we, we thought, reference a lot of pop culture. Remember, spare no expense at the season uh, series finale of Seinfeld. Bringing mm. anybody who ever met him, dealt with him, and had <laughs> something to say. I got to imagine this becomes the same type of thing where you get bankrolled to bring in every person who may have touched a file or may have been in direct contact with an owner with regards to this issue. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. A big trade in Major League Baseball. The New York Yankees have acquired former NL MVP Mike Piazza. Have <laughs> former NL MVP. Is he going to you know, have a bat thrown at him? Andrew McCutcheon. 
from the San Francisco Giants in exchange for a couple of minor leaguers. Don't worry, it's nobody you ever heard of because, you know, oh, it's not even. No, it's a good name, Kyle Crick. Kyle Crick is a pretty good name. That's a good name. He could go on to the all-name team if he makes it. Well, Kyle Crick sounds like a guitarist. There you go. Brian Reynolds and Cash. Cash, 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 Cash. Uh, who's, uh, who's the, no, there was, uh, 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 Jerry Crick, right, right. And, and, uh, Michigan State had a running back named, uh, Call Crick, right? A couple of years ago. Sure. I'm out of, I'm out of Crick. I got nothing for you. Call him Slick from Turtle Crick, Lemuda Stevens. He's got the hat trick. That's the, that's the big Mike Lang line. And then you um, yell, <laughs> So if you rhyme, you have to. The Yankees get Andrew McCutcheon. Now, what does this mean? This means we ain't going to see Aaron Judge. For a long time. Now, McCutcheon surely can play center field. Maybe he'll play a little bit of that, but he has been playing right field primarily since they moved positions on him about a year and a half ago. And he also can play left. He can play anywhere in the outfield because Andrew McCutcheon is that good defensively. He's not the player he was four years ago. Man, the, he, he was four years too early. You, you remember the contract he signed? Oh, yeah, yeah. Six years, $51 yeah. million. Yeah. Wow, look at the money. It's like... No, if he'd been two or three years later with those stats. Hey, look at the money. <laughs> look at him. He's laying like yeah. you and breaking bad on a giant bed of cash. But he'll wind up playing a little bit. He'll yep. play right field. He'll help them uh, rest Giancarlo Stanton. Or well, what did they say? DH 83, 84 too. games in a row yeah. for Stanton? Yeah, so Stanton will be able to DH a little bit too. They'll be able to keep him out and keep him a little bit fresher. So that's the you know that's the main thing. He's going to come in and, and be a presence. Look. He's not the player he was. He's not a guy with a you know with a, a war of five or six or seven right. or eight, which is what he was during his heyday. He's more of a war of between one point five and two, and he's someone that even though he's thirty one, he feels like he got old overnight because suddenly in the last couple of years his batting average has taken a big dive. He's not. He doesn't have the power numbers like he used to. And I feel like boy, we just watched a guy who should still be in his prime. At 31 years old, you should still be in your prime if you're a guy like Andrew McCutcheon. But he did play every day for a long time, and you know you see a lot of snap, you see a lot of pitches, you play a lot of innings, log a lot of time. But he looks like a guy that is that is much older than he was, and you don't know how much time he has left. Still, he's productive though. It's not like they got a guy that's not going to hit. They got a guy who's going to hit a little bit for you, and 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 you know be still as a 20 and 70 type guy, 20 and 68, 20 and 72 type guy. So that's okay, but not the impact player he once was. But that's the thing. They would not have done this if Aaron Judge was coming back. And right now he's still just working out. He's not been able to even hold a bat. So I, I don't know that we see Aaron Judge until maybe the end of September at this point. Yeah, he was speculating a little bit during the series with the White Sox. They they lost 2-3, or three, but uh, did have a walk-off win, so everybody was in a good mood. Got, got the microphone in the face, said, look, since I didn't have surgery, they tell me that I can come back earlier press for time, looking at a, uh, a a timetable on it, and he wouldn't give them much of anything in terms of opening that window, but certainly missing, what, since mid-July or, or late July in terms of how long he's been out with that, that chip, bone chip in the, the wrist. So you're, you're looking at this buys them some time, gets them some flexibility. 45 extra base hits for McCutcheon this year. No slouch, right? One every 10 at bats, not the – the beast he once was, batting average down to, to 255, which would be a career low. But you're still looking at a guy who who, could, who has played in big games, has played in big situations, has the the pedigree of, of being a once MVP and put him in a lineup of guys that can actually hit as opposed to where he's languished 
in a- any of those spots in his career, right, uh, where he's had to carry things the four straight years of top five MVP voting. So now you have an opportunity to go play for a team still fighting, and, and maybe that gets the bat flowing. But smaller ballpark, you're not hitting, you know, at AT&T Park. You're not hitting at Dodger Stadium. You're not hitting down at, at Petco. You actually have games in places where perhaps you have a few more extra base hits because you got shorter porches. So some opportunity perhaps for McCutcheon to reestablish things as well in the final year of this deal. I mean, watch out. Watch out, Aaron Judge. See when he winds up coming back. I wanted to make sure I got this right, too, though. It's um, Abiato Avellino and an unnamed minor league. Wasn't he the quarterback of the Bears? Bob Avellino, oh, a legend sorry, from the seventies, early eighties. Yeah, I was referencing the earlier trade uh, with with McCutcheon, but you know we had to get Crick in. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Tonight is Week Four, final game in the National Football League across the league. And I love week four of the preseason because you always see highlights and look at the box score and you realize, oh, this guy's still a quarterback. No, in the and NFL. that's good. This guy's still a quarterback. Like Joe Webb played quarterback tonight. And I think the world could end in fire or ice. And still, Joe Webb will be in the NFL either playing quarterback or receiver somewhere. That is pretty good. It does. Somewhere he's got a good run, right? I mean, that's what, year seven, year eight? He's only 31. So, you know, the guy can stay in the game for a while. But, I mean, it's like every – oh, it's, it's week four. It must we be need Joe another Webb. camp arm. It's Joe Webb time. I mean, he's been in the league since 2010. Yeah. When he set the league on fire as a member of the oh, Minnesota yeah. Vikings. He did. Joe Webb. Joe Webb, yo. How about that? Who's Joe Webb? Vikings, Panthers. Who? Buffalo Bills. And now the Houston Texans. Uh, and because of quarterbacks, we have two teams that could go 0-16. But we'll get to them in a second. Because <laughs> – You're calling your shot for a winless team. <laughs> Good for you. You've seen two in the last three years. That's the Browns. Well, but, you know, we still see him again. But easily the quarterback highlight of the night comes to us out of New England. No, it did not involve Tom Brady. It did not involve watermelon rolls or badminton. It involved a play that, well, let's just say none of us saw it coming. First and 10 for Danny Etling and company who fakes the handoff. He's going to run 20, 25, right side, 30, 35, 40. Look at him on his feet into Giants territory, 30, 25, 20. Look at Danny Etling. Touchdown, Patriots. Wow. Danny Etling putting on a show here in the second half. He knocked over a Giants defender earlier in the second half. But on that play, he goes 86 yards with the fake handoff. The Patriots bench is in an uproar. <laughs> Brady, Hoyer. That was awesome as the entire team is coming over and congratulating Danny Etling. That oh, was the, pretty good. The Dolphins just offered three first-round picks for Danny Etling. Whoa, Danny Etling the strength tonight, of that run. Threw for 157 yards for the Patriots and ran for 113, an 86-yard touchdown run. and It was a thing of glory. It was. It really it was. was. It was one of those plays where he's in the gun and – he fakes the handoff, everybody goes left, and he takes off right, and clearly everybody thought the football's in the running back's hands, and he runs down the, down the sideline. Now, if you watch this play from the midway point through, right, if you watch it, I mean, 86-yard touchdown run by a quarterback just doesn't happen. No, no, But if, if you if you picked Except up Except Michael Vick play, when he was running, well, yeah. No, Terrell Pryor had that oh, uh, yeah. touchdown run start a game. 
remember I had him on the bench in my fantasy. I know. I remember because you texted uh, me. You're not I was happy. So upset about that. It's okay. It's not your fault. But if you start, if you picked up this play like in the middle, like after uh, Danny Etling crosses midfield, you would look at it and go, "Whoa, is this a fake punt?" <laughs> Right, he's a fake running. punt he or looks like, he looks like fumble rooski. Yeah, just kind of crazy. Oh, is it a fake punt? No, no, no. This, he was playing quarterback, no, and the right. snap went, and he went for a touchdown. Design run. I mean, you got to love it. That, that fake into the middle really sold him. That'll well, get him another look somewhere, right? Well, well no. What happened? Either was, that or the rest of the guys didn't care. Well, no, Although that guy was busting ass to get back there. <laughs> 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 like, come on, I want to tackle him. No, the Patriots, obviously, they had the Giants game plan beforehand, and they had oh. tapes they knew, so they knew that play You know, was there was working. a lot of love fest before the game. You <laughs> notice that how much run the Brady, Belichick, and Eli Manning quick minute got? I mean, that was, that was a, a hallmark moment for the ages. Mm-hmm. And then when you put Tom Brady alongside Odell Beckham Jr., you realize how small Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. is. No, he's not very tall. <laughs> he's not a big he's man. He's not a tall man. No. Uh, so Danny Etling clearly with the highlight of the night right there, an 86-yard <laughs> touchdown run by the Patriots. But if they didn't play in the same division, I would give you good odds that the Bills and the Dolphins wouldn't win a game this year. Ooh. Right. The Bills we know. They could, they could tie. Look. <laughs> Two ties in the regular okay, season. 14 and two. two teams. Okay, they could go 0 14 and two. Tonight, the Bills and the Bears. The Bears were killing Buffalo 27 3 in the fourth quarter. Bears. AJ McCarron, yeah. who was in the whole night for Buffalo. Well, you weren't going to let Josh Allen play again, were no, you? No, of course not. He was awful last week. Yet sacked five <laughs> times. Josh Allen, whoa, is it going to be rough? So AJ McCarron. What did I starts. tell you? He's in bubble wrap for that first quarter of the season. Look at that line of look at that line of teams they play to get things started. AJ McCarron starts, plays the whole game. 13 for 34. He does throw for three touchdowns. Oh, by the way, all in the fourth quarter against the Bears defense, which listen, anything you do in the fourth quarter of the final preseason game, I don't even know if the Bears had 11 guys on the field. It's a fair question. McCarron got intercepted twice. He was sacked five times. The Bills could go 0-16. The Bills are just so bad. And I would say the Dolphins are too. Look, Brock Osweiler had a big night tonight, but this is where you're at for the Dolphins. You're celebrating, hey, Brock Osweiler threw for 150 yards and two touchdowns. You have nothing at quarterback if you're the Dolphins. You have absolutely nothing. These teams are going to be god-awful. The Jets will lose them at least once in peace. These teams are <laughs> god-awful. They could both go 0-16. These may be, These may be. you may look and go, boy, these are two worst teams in the NFL. I don't know that across the board you have teams that have less offensive talent than the Bills and the Dolphins do. I really don't know. If you're the, if you're the well, you have LaShawn McCoy. But you don't have anything else, and your quarterback position is awful. If you're Miami, it's well. We got, you, know, I mean, the the talent level is just the skill positions are just so bad. Corey Coleman, Kelvin Benjamin, okay, and then you've got Lashawn McCoy, and we're still all wondering if there's ever going to be anything out of the league office on Lashawn McCoy, based on information that's been in the press and and whatever else investigators have found. So for Buffalo. It's it's a disaster. Retooled offensive line. You trade Look at all the guys you traded away. And you got rid of all those receivers that went on to star elsewhere. Terod Taylor. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he was the answer. No. But he sure as hell wasn't this. No. I mean, look, they're, they're, they're not going to be able to get the ball to their receivers. And it's not like their receivers. Kelvin Benjamin's overrated. Corey Coleman had to be traded. The Dolphins don't have anybody. 
to throw to? Can you really rely on their running game? It's it, they're awful. Both these teams, they they could both. What about go Kenyon Drake? Everybody loves him. All right, love and the Kenny Drake. Still, I hate the Drake. I love There's the Drake. There's a lot. I hate the Drake. You either love or you hate. I love the yeah. Drake. So quarterbacks, that's why it's always fun. But trust me, these teams go zero and sixteen. Thanks for listening to the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.